And we are live on a Tuesday night, late November, 9 o'clock start tonight. An hour late. Hour, no, no, it's not an hour late. We just readjusted the schedule. A little, we're a little more prime time. Later than usual. It's like the old Monday night football games, you know, start <laughs> at 9. But uh, how are you? Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti. Good evening. All in on high school sports. And um, listen, winding down, football's winding down, but we got... Two great teams coming on tonight. We do a jam-packed show. Again, we have um, our, our friends from Passaic Valley Football return tonight. We have five senior captains joining us to recap their season. Uh, joining us again will be the Becton football team to uh, rehash their NJIC championship victory. Yep. Um, and uh, our friend Rob Neely will return as well to discuss another change to winter sports that just came down the and plate And we got recently. a couple surprises tonight in store. <laughs> as always. As, as always. always. <laughs> so um, other than that, before we do forget, we want to wish everyone that's watching a very happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yes, absolutely, absolutely. In case we do forget. Yep. Hopefully we don't, Good but uh, we'll tell everyone now. Done now. <laughs> and again, thank you for your support. Thank you for watching. And uh, again, feel free to comment tonight. And uh, let's get this show rolling. Absolutely. We have our we have our friends from PB in the, in the waiting room, so I'm going to let them in right now. So give me a moment okay. as I let them in. I want to make sure I don't click on any of the wrong names here. To give them a second to all come By in. the way, we got our first comment from Dina Bargell saying happy Thanksgiving. Again, oh, happy nice. Thanksgiving, Dina. We're slowly but surely coming in. I'm just taking it slow so I don't admit any of the uh, the wrong people. Well, Future guests. I, I, I have faith in you, you know? <laughs> Mix a little Becton no. in the TV. It happens, it happens. What, what can you do? I think, you know? we got, I think we got everyone here, so I'll see. All right, hi guys, welcome back. So good to see you. The uh, joining us tonight, I'd just like to welcome you guys. Um, I'm just going to introduce you to the audience. Please forgive me if I mispronounce your name, and feel free to correct me, of course. Uh, joining us tonight, we have uh, senior captain from from Passaic Valley football. We have Matthew Bubba O'Neill, Nick Vasta, Matt Charlo. Xander Timothy and Antonio Bargell, and they are part of the PV football team that went five and three this season, competing in the North Jersey Super Football Conference Patriot Blue Division, um, finishing strong with two back-to-back -back home wins over Demarest and Mendham. So, some of you welcome, and some of you guys welcome back. Good to see you guys. Happy to be back. <laughs> What's going? Hey, you know what? You just request. <laughs> and uh, your request is granted, you know? So all you have to say is when we coming back for a little overview of the season, done, done deal. Absolutely. Tracy saying happy Thanksgiving. Oh, very nice. I mean, the first one was such a big hit. We had to come back again. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And you know what? We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna come back and our shows are so getting a little packed now. We're, we're, I said to Jen before, we want to do another whole just straight PV, PV show where we really review everything. Yeah. So yeah. that's going to be in the works. I know you. Is available. You guys were uh, again so fun to have on the first time, and uh, we're so glad that you know. I feel like we saw you back in July, and I feel like at that time we were just so pulling for you guys to have a season, especially after we spoke to you and knowing you know the hard work you had put in. So not only Absolutely. are we happy for you um, that you guys got a full season in, um, but you know congratulations on a great season as well. Before we start, I want to get the comments because they're rolling in again. <laughs> We got a happy Thanksgiving from Tracy. Mark is saying hello. Fairlawn won the championship, so again, we're going to oh, work yes, on absolutely. something with that. Uh, Ford Slayer saying hello from Maryland and YouTube land. We got a Bernadette Striano saying yay, Bubba. 
Mealy saying that. Mark's seventh and eighth. Beelan saying best duo in the game. <laughs> and a Krista uh, Carlo. I don't want to say it wrong. Matt, can you say your last name for us so we pronounce it correctly? Is it Charlo? It's Charlo. It is Charlo. Charlo. Saying, <laughs> Thank Love you. these boys. was an absolute pleasure watching these boys play together for the past four years. And Andy Bula saying, let's get it. So, here we go. Um, I guess I'm starting off. I'm going to start off with the quarterback, Nick, all right? You're going to go first. We always go off. Defense wins championship, boys, but um, we always start with the offense on the show. So, I'm going to start with Nick. Um just give me some highs and lows, uh, an overview of the offense throughout the season. Um, honestly, I think offense at first, our first game against Vernon, we struggled a little bit. But then usually towards like second quarter and end of the game, we pulled together. But I thought our offense was really strong. But then we kind of went into like, we went into Jefferson and our offense, honestly, it did nothing. We had, And that was disappointing because we came, even though the score looked bad against Sparta, our offense did pretty good against Sparta, I think. And they're a tough team. They're, a, I don't know, 5-1, and 6-1 and one team. And um, But then after Jefferson, it was disappointing. But then once we got back, um, the rest of the season, I thought our offense finished off pretty strong. Okay. Nice. And uh, Matt, Charlo, for you, um, Nick just gave us a little bit of an offensive overview. I was wondering if you could do a little bit same about the defense. Well, I thought, honestly, I just want to, I thought the defense played great the whole year. Uh, you know, there's times obviously we struggle, but that's just part of football. You know, you're going to hit adversity with whatever season you're in, with whoever you're playing. And defense hit a little adversity, and honestly, I'm glad how we answered it. I'm glad the way the offense would step on the field after a turnover, trying to move the ball downfield. But overall, I thought the defense had a solid year, and I'm proud of them, honestly. Nice. Very nice. A uh, couple comments for you guys before, again, I just don't want to leave anybody out on the comment board. Um, we got a Caroline Vasta saying, love you guys, great season. We got a comment from the PV track and field and cross country Instagram, uh, or it looks like Instagram Periscope. Or, or Periscope yeah. Twitter, saying "Keep making us proud, boys." <laughs> um, Tracy Lyons O'Neill saying "Brothers for life, forever a hornet." <laughs> and Kenny's making a great point. He's saying make sure everyone subscribes to our YouTube channel <laughs> before they go, so we can continue to throughout the year. You guys get all our information, so make sure you guys subscribe to our channel. I'm going with Antonio. All right? You guys beat Menlum uh, 21-14, beat Demarest 41-33. How important was it for you guys to win those last two games, be prepared, and go out winners like you guys are for your last two games in your career at PV? Uh, honestly, I mean, all the guys can agree with me. Those were probably the two most important games, of course, besides our, our one playoff game our sophomore year. Those are probably the two most important games that we've played within the last four years. I mean, the fact that we had those plus two games, you know, in this season was, that was a blessing in itself to have those plus two games. And the fact that we had both of them at home, I mean, what more can you ask for? You know, creds goes out to our athletic director, Mr. Benvenuti, you know, he pushed for us to get those two games at home. And we knew, you know, we all came together as captains and as seniors, like we have, we had two games left. You know, we, we were happy that they were home. We were happy that, you know, we got to play together for two more games. But knowing that they're home, it kind of puts a, a – it has a built-in pressure. 
you know, you got to win at home. You got to win in front of your limited amount of fans. But <laughs> what, was uh, the, what was it packed? What was it? Was there a capacity you guys had? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 500. Okay. Whatever the, whatever the state rule was. But um, yeah, we, we were just so excited to get those two games at home. And we knew how important they were winning those last two games in front of our fans. And I think, I think, uh, I think we did pretty well with those two games. So those, those two games were important. And we, we uh, capitalized on the opportunity. Definitely a great note to end on. Xander, my question is for you. This year was uh, your coach, Coach Wassel's first season as head coach. Um, and I was wondering if you can speak a little bit to how it was to play in your new coach's system. And what would you like to even say to maybe Coach Wassel and the entire coaching staff regarding this season? Um, to be honest, as a first year head coach, I thought Coach Wassel did a great job. You know, we had him our freshman year, so we kind of remember it wasn't like we were going into a whole new new coach system type thing, a whole new coaching staff. So it was great to have him and his, his and as he tagged along his younger brother, I mean, older brother, uh, Joe Walter. So that was great too, that we had two people coming back that we really were familiar with. And besides on the other staff he chose, I thought they were great. Coach Tizio was a great guy. I loved his. I probably still talk to him after the season. I mean, after um, I graduate. And then Coach um, Ayajeta, he was great too. We always, we always trained offensive line. He was motivated coach. He was like our hype coach, I would say. And um, yeah, I thought Wasser did a great job picking the staff, and he he led us to a winning season. That's all you really ask for as a coach. Very nice. And this question is going to go to Bubba. Um, Again, PV has always been, we talked about this with the other guys in the first show, uh, a great football program, a big football community. Um, if you could just talk a little bit about your fans, the community, like the parents and just the people who are behind you guys. If you want to, you know, just give a couple shout outs to yeah. them and uh, just anything about those people. They're so like committed to us, you know, like they're always there. They're always shouting us out, everything. They always show up to every game, even away games. They're always coming to everything, and they're always supporting. So that's all we can ask for, you know, like just support, and that'll help us win and everything. I want to just ask you, I'll go off script for a little bit, but how was it? I know, like I asked Antonio, and you guys said about 500 people, but like even though it was 500 people, did you guys look sometimes and it was like, man, this is just weird. Like there's just not as yeah. many people there, you know? Yeah, sometimes like right, like right before the game started, stands were kind of clear, but then like as the game went on, more people started to come in, but you still could tell that it wasn't as many as last year, you know? But honestly, you guys would have played with no fans. I mean, as long as you guys could play, you guys were happy with just yeah, playing. Exactly, yeah. You know, I, before we get into our rapid fire, I actually just wanted to quick go around the panel um, and see if you guys, I know Antonio has, and you can share that again. I won't steal his thunder, but I was just curious. When we met with you guys in the fall, the three of you that were with us, we talked a little bit about college and what you were, where you were thinking of going. And I was just, uh, if you wanted to update us on any, uh, you know, developments or where you're still looking or where you are in that process. Uh, Antonio, you want to want to start us, kiddo? Sure. Uh, you know, you guys had a great timing when when we were first on the show back in July. That was the day I got my offer from Albright. Oh, look at that. And now we're back on and I just I just recently committed to Albright. Nice. Uh, I'm very happy to become a lion. They were one of the first schools to ever contact me. Uh, they stuck with me for for a long time. And uh, yeah, I'm committed to Albright uh, and I'm excited to, to to go to the school, meet the coaches, meet the players. 
and also to further my education in a great institution like Albright. Awesome. Oh, very nice. Congrats. How about you, uh, Matt Bubba O'Neill? <laughs> um, honestly, I haven't talked to many coaches yet because I wasn't like sure if I wanted to play in uh, college. But recently, I've been feeling like iffy. So I'm gonna make a highlight tape and send it out to the to Coach Wassel, and you said he'll do the work from there and start sending to the colleges and everything. Awesome. Nice. Very nice. Even if you guys aren't, you know, playing next, I, I should have made this clear. I'm sorry. Even just where you're uh, at in your for the next step for uh, for college for you. I'm sorry. I'm going to make that clear. Good luck to you, though, Matt. And Matt Charlo. Matt Charlo, how about you? Yeah, you know, I'm definitely talking to a few schools right now. I'd say uh, my top schools are regarding uh, Rutgers, uh, Delaware Valley, um, Valpo, Central Connecticut, uh, Wagner, just those are some top schools right there. But honestly, uh, I still have to finish putting together my senior year tape and I'm going to push some things along with some coaches and we'll see where we're going to go there from there. But yeah, definitely excited for the process and can't wait to see where it takes me. Nice. Well, good luck to you. How about you, Xander? Um, kind of like the same like Matt, like um, I just sent out sent out my senior tape, so like I still talk, I'm still talking to schools now, but I'm still just waiting to like go on my more, more visits to more schools just to find my home for the next four years. Nice, and Nick. Um, uh, honestly, I haven't really been talking to any schools. No schools have reached out. I mean, I haven't really sent my tape anywhere though, so I think hopefully if I put together my senior tape, I'll maybe I'll scratch something out. Good. Good luck to you guys with that. Very nice. We're going to do a quick little rapid fire with you guys. I know the guys who've been here before are used to it. So it's uh, just a couple couple questions meant for some like quick responses. So you're up first there. Kate. Okay. Um, give me one name of an underclassman for next year PV's team that people should know the name or that people are going to know the name of. All right. We'll go uh, Antonio... Bubba, Nick, Xander, and then Matt. That's how you're on my screen, if that's good. <laughs> uh, honestly, that's tough. Uh, Dylan McNerney. You know, uh, he's he's our running back. He's a junior. He uh, His number got called a, a couple times against uh, Demarest. Our last game, the kid scored two touchdowns. Uh, being a running back, you know, I, I've been with him the most. The kid works hard. Uh, he's uh, talking to him now, you know. He's he's already prepping for next season. We just ended Saturday. Nice. So you know, I I I think that uh, Dylan McNerney, the running back, is gonna is gonna be a big guy for PB next year. Okay. Um, I'd say Matthew Boscano because he's a hardworking kid. You know, he pushes himself to the limit. You know, um, yeah. I mean, he's just a great guy too. He's smart. He knows what he's doing on the field and everything. Um. I got to give credit to most of the underclassmen because they helped us out a lot. But if I got to choose one out, it's, it's got to be my boy, Damiola. That's QB2. He's taking over QB1 next year. And I really think he's going to be able to do something special because he's talented. Put a lot of pressure on him right there. <laughs> hey, man, I think he can handle it. <laughs> hey, hey, he's got to come through. That's it. Xander, how about you? Um... Most underclassmen, I would have to give it to my boy Calvin Woodall. You know, he was my sec, he was my other corner, and he was my other wideout right at the time. And um, Calvin Woodall was just like, when his name got called, like instead of my name, he 
he made up for it. So I just can't wait to see what he has in store for next year for him and for uh, his team. Uh, I just want to say I think all the underclassmen that played this year played great for us. You know, they all stepped up huge and they have a great season next year. But a name I got to give some credit to this season is definitely Angel Rodriguez. You know, the kid was a beast all season long, coming up with balls in the air. Like, he's been on the field for a ton of years. You know, the kid stepped up huge this year, and he was a beast, honestly. Nice. And my next question for you guys is, and we'll go in the same order, in a word or a short phrase, describe the PV football tradition. Physical. <laughs> we're, we're, we're a physical group of guys, you know. Uh, <laughs> it started off with Coach P teaching us, and then it, it's it's finished off with Coach Wassel. We're going to be physical. You know, no matter what the scoreboard says, we're going to be physical. We're going to come at you. You know, we're, we're, we're going to come ready to play football every game, week in and week out. Yeah, I'd use a word like physical, too. I'd say tough, too, because we won't back down from any challenge, you know. Um, a word I would say is definitely talented. We got some talent around here. I don't I don't mean to brag, but my fellow captains is I we got talent. I don't care anyone. Man, that's <laughs> it. Um, I would say that we don't give up. Like no matter if we're down a lot a half, we'll still keep playing. And we just never give up on each other. And um yeah, we just we will never give up on you guys. We'll keep playing until until we feel get a final whistle. Uh, I think every word that you used was an uh, accurate word, you know, tough, physical. Uh, the word I would go with is relentless. You know, exactly what all of them said, what Xander said. No matter what, we're going 100% every play, whether it be first or last. We're just re- resentless football players, and we go get it, honestly. All right. Um, one thing you're going to miss about uh, PV football. Oh, these guys right here. Uh, these guys right here. We we grew up. I don't know if you know how our town, how the towns work, but we grew up hating each other. You know, <laughs> somewhere in Little Falls, somewhere in Total, somewhere in Woodland Park, and we grew up hating each other. And then we all meshed uh, the first day, even before the first day of freshman camp, uh, and and we've been brothers ever since. I, I'm gonna miss these guys. I'm gonna miss anyone that's ever put on a jersey with me within the last four years. I'm gonna miss all of them. Yeah, I pretty much say the same thing. The kids I've played with, the coaches, I'm going to miss them all. They just they changed me to become a man now, a young man. So, uh, I, Along with them, I'd have to go with I'm just going to miss all the people that we played with. Like It was, a, it was really a brotherhood we played with, and it's going to be tough not seeing it. And just the game of football itself, like I've been playing it since kindergarten. I don't I'm just – the possibility of not even playing ever again, just that's the sad part. Yeah, I'll have to tag along with my fellow captains that just like miss playing the game with your friends that you grew up with is just like a different bond. It's just a different type of feeling that I'll get from playing with kids I'll, I'll find from college. But yeah, just missing playing football with your friends is just like the best feeling in the world. Now, when you first asked the question, what am I going to miss most about PV football, you know, too many answers came to my head. A better question would be, what am I not going to miss? Oh. <laughs> you know, 
I'm going to miss truly everything about it. You know, the four years just felt like a lifetime full of memories, honestly. You know, these are memories I'm going to be telling my kids, you know, future everything. It's just great moments I'll never forget with these guys. You know, that's all I'm going to truly miss. All right, our last rapid fire is advice to next year's squad. We got, work. we got sentimental on you guys tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, this is tough. We did all of our crying on Saturday. <laughs> uh, but I would just tell the guys, get to work. You know, uh, just live in the moment. You know, I didn't realize how, how fast everything is until, until the clock hit zero on Saturday. You know, live in the moment, have fun, and remember it's football. You know, have fun with your brothers, and, and winning will do its thing. I'd say enjoy every second you have on that football field because after that game on Saturday, like, I felt nothing. Like, you just have to enjoy. You just have to have fun at what you got because it's only a certain amount of time you have. Yeah, I was telling the younger guys, like, just they weren't as upset as us because they knew they had an extra year, but I just told them to live in, live in the moment, live up to it. It's just – it's it sucks when you're in, when you're not when you know you're not going to come back anymore and when what AT said when that clock hit zero, I, emotions started flooding everywhere. Everyone was crying. It, it just sucks because we grew up playing the sport and uh, I just think they can do really good next year if they stick together like a brotherhood that we did this year. Yeah, I just said um, yeah, just like go get it next year, like. Don't, don't feel bad for us because we didn't get a we didn't get our playoffs. You guys might go get it. Go get a championship for us. So I was just telling them to just work hard next year and just go get it for us. And the kids that didn't get the chance last year. I just want to tell all the kids to take advantage of all the time that you have. You know, you guys can do something special. And all these seasons, you're not just playing for us, you know. If you go home and bring home a championship, you did just as much for you guys as everyone who ever played for PBA in general. You're just bringing great value back to the school. And I think that's what every year tries to do. It tries to bring back, you know, something to the school, showing that we were community, we were brothers, we all played for each other, and we just want all the best coming back to our community, honestly. All right, real quick, we got a comment from Passaic Valley Athletics and Activities. These five guys carried that same tradition and toughness that is expected. So proud of these young men. But you know what? That was going to be the last comment, but we're not going to get off on that. I got something better because we start. A, we want to start a little. We like to get fired up on this show. So I'm going to ask you guys real quick. We have a minute. Right now, the AD comes to you tomorrow and says, hey, I can play. We can, you guys can play anybody. One more game. Who do you want? Real <laughs> Wayne Valley, Hunter, Valley, 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 Valley,
that are part of the panel tonight on in July. And we always said there was something special about your uh, camaraderie and connection. And we rooted for you, followed you closely all season long. And to see you here at the end of the season and see those traits you have represented. Your, I'm getting emotional. You've represented yourself, your school, your families, your community so well. Yes. It's been a pleasure to have you guys on the show. We're so happy for and the again, season. And again, we want to set something. Well, we, we'll yeah. do like, we want to do a whole PV show. You know, <laughs> players that played. We'll, we'll set something up with yeah. you guys. But again, you guys always want to talk sports. Come on our Wednesday show. <laughs> you want to talk high school sports. Come on our Tuesday show. You guys are always invited. And uh, again, we want to set something up where a whole show is a, a PV show. We'll yep. get that set up. Absolutely. So thanks for coming on, guys, and congrats on a great season. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so I'm still waiting on the show to re uh, bash Dak Prescott. In. Oh, <laughs> that's I'm every week on, on Wednesdays. Guys, <laughs> I promise you that's coming tomorrow night. So <laughs> I bash him every, every, every Wednesday. Tune in. I'm bashing him. So. Uh, it's Red Rocket. Yeah, he was I'm having a great season and then he got ruined by an injury. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I'm a little low. Guys, tune in tomorrow because there's more on my list before besides Dak I'm going to bash. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks, guys, so Thank much. Good night. Oh, Thank, Thank you. What a great group of guys. Yes, yeah. What a great yep. group of guys. This is awesome. We're getting all comments calling out. This is okay. We <laughs> set it up. I know, but maybe it'll happen. Maybe it'll happen. Well, we have joining us next, and I have them in our uh, waiting room as well. We have uh, Coach Marr from uh, Becton. I just want to get him in first, actually, so we'll get Coach Marr in there. And he is joined tonight by several of his players, so I just want to get them in as well. So give me a moment. I want to Again, I want to make sure I admit Absolutely. all the right people here. <laughs> PV track and field are saying pride, family, tradition. Um, Bealing saying one more game, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they, they would have... Beal on air is like Beal on Tony when, when he was in Little League. He's never changed. <laughs> Beal is the first to say, Beck, then let's go. But he's put some words before. So. <laughs> so. All right, I think I got everybody in here. Welcome back, Coach. Nice to see you. This is now again the the Beckton show on all in our high school Beckton segment. <laughs> this is this is a uh, this, this, this is week three. Huh? Exactly, <laughs> we love it. We love it. Welcome back. So, uh, Coach Mar is joined tonight by. Um, by the way, I got I got to interrupt you because we just got a comment from Coach Breslin. Kurt, I hope you have the dance. <laughs> I don't know if I have the dance. We're gonna find out soon. We're find out soon. So uh, Coach Mar is joined tonight by um, Senior Joe Krasafi, uh, Krafasi, excuse me, Senior Victor Slezak, Senior Marcus Duran, Senior Hunter Chanel, Senior Frankie Perez, and Sophomore AJ Arroyo. Again, please forgive me if I mispronounce anybody's names. And welcome back, guys. Congratulations on your NJIC championship, defeating Waldwick by a score of 41 to 12, and of course your 6 and 0 season. So nice to see you guys again, and congrats. Absolutely, congrats. And um, real quick, why we wanted to, of course, we always want you guys to come on, and you're always invited, but we brought you guys on for a. Uh, a little special moment, which is kind of like breaking news for us. and A first. It's, it's a first. So, go ahead, Jen. We would, we would like to present you with the All In on High School Sports Fall Sports Team Team of the Year trophy. So, we have this for you guys. Congratulations on your accomplishments this season. And um, I'll read it to you. It says, All In on High School Sports Team of the Year 2020, Becton High School Football. So, thanks for coming on, guys. And we'll make sure we get this Absolutely. to you. Absolutely. We'll get that right to you here. guys. So... <laughs> 
You are our team of the year, and I think you'll be picking up some more hardware throughout the year. So, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, I'll start with Coach Mark, okay? Yep. Um, again, congrats on the NJIC championship. I'm going to be honest, so we, we always had intentions of going Friday night um, to your game versus um, Waldwick. But it was my birthday weekend, so Jen took me out. We moved up the dinner. We said, all right, we're gonna, we have to catch the betting game again. Thank you guys for tickets. So when we get there, Coach Breslin is texting me. It's 7-0. It's, I said, 14-0 already. We, we got to get out of Roma and get there. So I'm like, Bing, they're, they're going to end this thing quick. So uh, just, Coach, what did you think of that game? And, again, your performance throughout the season, but particularly the, uh, the Friday night championship game, if you want to review it real quick. Uh, yeah, well, first of all, happy birthday to you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so we uh, we won the toss. We got the ball. Um, first play, out, right? Yeah, first play. We came out at empty only because I wanted to see what they were going to do. Uh, they stayed in cover zero. Joe knew that. He, he looked at, you know, that's what he's taught to do every 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 play, whether it's a run or pass, to see, you know, if the middle field is open or closed. Uh, we saw the middle field was open. We rolled out to the left, and uh, there was – couple people open to the left where he should have thrown the ball, but he took a peek backside and I'm screaming, Marcus, 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 Marcus on a post. Marcus made a nice little move, uh, you know, gave, like he said, little outside inside move and got across the field wide open touchdown, which was great. Set the tone for the rest of the day. Um, then we went three and out defensively, got the ball back at a punt return. Uh, sincere big coat, uh, senior went back deep 71 yards to the house. Uh, got the ball back again, three and out. And then, um, and again, they were still in cover zero. So we set up a double move. We worked on it all week with uh, Ryan Reed, our, our senior wide receiver. And, you know, gave a great, good in, outside to inside move right back to the middle of the field. And it was 21 nothing before, you know, we touched the ball literally three times and, uh, and it was 21 nothing. You know, Hunter kicks extra points. He's a, uh, He's okay at that. No, he's, <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's uh, you know, Hunter's, you know, I think he's missed only one or two all year. Uh, and I think one or three all, all past two years. But, um, you know, it really set the tone for us. Um, and then, you know, just with our defense, I, I knew that um, I felt comfortable. Um, you know, I, I wasn't going to let up offensively. Uh, but just, just knowing that, you know, 21 nothing, you know, three touches into the game made me feel pretty good. And then, um, you know, our defense just did what they did. Uh, we put a couple more points on the board and then uh, walked off the field of champions. Awesome. A couple comments. Uh, Coach Breslin saying, congrats, great job. Kelly Montgomery, congratulations, Becton. Uh, Kenny saying, congrats, Becton from Maryland, undefeated, amazing season. Dina Bargel saying, congratulations, Becton. Daniel Farina, well-deserved. Coach Jay Longo, awesome. Um... Kept, man, there's so many comments rolling in. <laughs> Kelly Chanel, Becton with some hearts and a trophy. Crystal Brennan. Uh, Brennan, congratulations, guys. Becton. Kenny Kirkpatrick saying, congrats, Becton. One more game. Um, Joe Crafasi saying, congrats to great coaches and players. Ooh, I'll keep going. going. <laughs> I'll get back to Always the comments. Nice. You guys rolling with the comments. I'm going to get uh, – my first question is actually directed towards Joe and Victor. If you guys would both answer this one. You guys have both played for Becton High School for multiple seasons. You know, you prepare for months leading into the season. Uh, this season you're forced to kind of take it day by day because you're faced with, you know, constant uncertainty. So my question is how does it feel to go through all of that, you know, not just this season but seasons past and come out as NJI? I see champs. 
Joe, you want to start us off? I mean, it's been a, a long journey. Obviously, just playing this year is great. But obviously, in past years, we haven't done the best. But have, like us being underclassmen, going through like tough times, we knew we had this year on the map. And just playing up to it, I guess just seeing the full cycle come true is honestly amazing. Nice. How about you, Victor? Uh, yeah, like Joe said, it's just even a couple of years ago, we were talking about how like our senior year is going to be like the perfect season and everybody was getting ready for that. And especially this season, just being able to like having to go day by day due to like COVID or anything, coaches getting on us and everything, making sure we practice every day like it could be our last. Now it was everybody put their hard work in and just to see the injury, I see is perfect outcome. Uh, my uh, my question is going to be for Marcus and Hunter and Coach Morris. So we'll go Marcus, Hunter, and then Coach. Um, again, you guys win Friday night, and then Banks. I believe it's what Saturday morning. You guys are in a parade. Like it's like awesome. So, what what were your emotions? Would you say one walking off that field Friday night, and then two having you know your town celebrate this championship really for you guys, you know, throwing the parade for you guys. So what were your emotions, feelings, again, Friday and then Saturday into the parade? We'll start with uh, Marcus can start. Marcus. Well, it was a very emotional time because it was like we haven't won anything in like 17 years. So to bring back a, a trophy and see how everybody coming out of their shops and just celebrating with us just felt great. Okay, Hunter. Uh, the game, uh, winning the uh, championship doesn't even feel real still. It probably <laughs> won't until uh, the final uh, dinner, but the, um, the parade was great seeing everybody come out, all the uh, old Beckton players all the family celebrating, especially during COVID. It was, uh, it was really good to see. And coach, coach what, what about, about you? you? Friday night emotions and then roll into Saturday with the parade. Uh, Friday night was just, you know, there's between Friday and Saturday, uh, two of the, the best days of my life besides, you know, getting married and my kids being born. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that I wanted on my bucket list in my life was coaching uh, and winning a championship and have we are the champions being played and uh we've, we've replayed that song many times during the weekend but that was that was really awesome uh saturday um that that was unbelievable i mean when i heard we were gonna have a, a parade um you know i thought okay we'll just go up and down the block a couple of times but i mean it was it was unbelievable uh big shout out to uh big joker fossey for putting that together uh little did i know he had it planned the week before, <laughs> it, was a, it was a big secret. Keep it away from coach. Don't let coach now. Because if I knew, I would shut it down. Because I'm superstitious. Don't touch the money. Um, <laughs> you know, but um, Big Joe put it together. Mamba Dunn put it helped helped out. Uh, Katie Scalera, the cheering coach, helped out. And uh, when I tell you it was a parade, I mean it was the entire Carl Steady's Rutherford Police and Fire Department, the DPW, Smith Sandy helped out. It was it was unbelievable. That's like, fantastic. Couldn't ask for anything more. It was. It was an unbelievable two days. Uh, coach, a couple comments. Coach 
um, from your coaching staff, Coach Barbo saying we brought one home, and Coach Longo saying the parade was one of the most amazing events I've ever seen. Thank you to all involved. That's awesome. That is fantastic. I'm yep. getting chills talking about it. Yeah. We have a Hector Perez <laughs> saying awesome team. Very nice. Um, my question is for Frankie and then AJ. Um, you guys have a chance now to address your coaching staff, the community, and your fan base. What would you guys like to say to them? Uh, I guess I'll go first. Uh, our fan base is insane. The Beckton Jungle, <laughs> best fan base in all of North Jersey. You know, New Jersey, actually. Just insane. They uh, Before COVID, are almost like all the seniors were there, all the juniors. It, it was great. And uh, the coaching staff, they know what they're doing. They put you in the right spots to succeed. And if you do what you're told, this is what you get, an NGIC championship. And how about you, AJ? Um, our fan base, everything is just support and love. Um, we're Our fan base and our coaching staff and just all our teammates are one big family. Um, and for our coaching staff, <laughs> like Frankie said, just do what you're told with them and you'll see the outcome. One big, great NJIC championship. Very nice. Okay, now... We got two important questions. I, I, you know, I went off script with the PV kids, and I'm gonna go off script with the same questions for you guys. So, season's over, but if you guys could get one more game, one more, and they say to you, "Not, we're not, we're not gonna talk coach here. We're gonna go players." AD comes I, I up. Going. KD, the Kate coach goes up to the AD comes up and says, "You guys pick. I, anybody, anybody in Jersey, one game, one team. Who are you picking? Who you want to play?" Okay, let's go uh, Frankie, then Victor, then AJ, Joe, Marcus, and then Hunter. Go ahead, guys. Butler High School. Thomas McGuire just said Butler, Butler McGuire, <laughs> no doubt on the comment. 100% Butler High School, because after that game last year, got to get the get back at him. Uh, definitely Butler. <laughs> got to get them back for last year. I would say Butler too. We pretty much beat every team that uh, we played or lost to last year, and I guess Butler would just top off the revenge tour. Revenge tour, nice. Marcus, how about you? I would also say Butler. <laughs> Had to have to say Butler. <laughs> Butler for sure. It does not matter who we play because we beat them. So. <laughs> That's what I have to say. There you go. <laughs> I, I gotta say this. We, we, you know how to have the college bowl season? Well, I mean, already we'd have what? PV, Wayne Valley, yeah. Butler, and Beckton. Yeah. I mean, that's two games already. It's, you gotta just sign it up. But uh, okay, but now the most important question. Cup, three parts. Number one, did Coach Mar keep his promise and do some kind of dance? Players. I see nodding heads. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Victor's giving the. Oh, you have my back with this. <laughs> Listen, I'm uh, saying this. I, I was dancing all weekend, so that, there was definitely some it. dancing going on. But Coach Jay has a video. So is there no video? Well, Joe just oh, there said, should be a video. Yeah. Coach Jay might have a video. Okay, <laughs> Coach Jay. I, I we hope something gets uploaded to All In, Kurt Valenti, Jennifer Valenti, K and K. Somehow it comes up. Yeah. 
we got to see video of this. So. <laughs> but Coach kept his word, so I, we uh, like yeah, that. Absolutely. We absolutely. like that. And uh, one more thing, because um, my co-host on our K&K show, since now your high school season's done, anytime you guys want to talk professional sports, jump on our Wednesday night show. Um, we talk everything. So, again, you guys are obviously sport fans. Please, you're invited. You want to jump on anytime you guys want to jump on our all-in on high school show. You guys are always invited. Of course, coach, we'll have coach next year. And um, any other, you guys play other sports? Anybody else play sport, other sports? What do you play, We're Marcus? Wrestling. Yeah. Oh, who's was AJ a wrestler? Yeah. How about you, Marcus? Basketball. Oh, Joe, basketball. Marcus is raising his hand. Basketball. Oh, nice. Basketball as well. Oh, so we nice. can definitely follow you guys. Yeah, you know, maybe yeah. We'll follow you guys in the other sports. So, uh, Good. Well, That's thank it. you. Thank you again, guys, for coming on. Coach, great job. Thank you for coming. We got to get you your trophy. <laughs> Coach Longo saying, oh, there's a video. So that's what we like. That's what we like, Coach Moore. There's a video. It's, the there question is, how do we get that video? <laughs> hey, we might have to go video for trophy. I mean, you know? But uh, no, really, guys, thank you guys for coming on. Unbelievable season. Um, I mean, you guys are really the only team that's technically going to Win a championship, a championship correct? This year, yep. There's no one else really. Or is anyone else in Jersey doing anything like that, Coach? Or nah, I don't think so. You guys are the all. only one, so yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, Th thank you guys for having us. No, uh, I mean, really, really appreciate it. You guys, you guys do a great job in this, without a doubt. Oh, no, thank you, thank awesome. you. Awesome, and again, we look forward to you guys next year, to you, Coach, next year, other players and other sports. And again, you guys are always welcome. And um, I, I gotta say this, I'm gonna be honest. I don't have any Becton gear, but I saw Coach on Coach Longo. They're selling the, the the hoodies, the NJIC hoodies. We might have to get buy two of these because <laughs> they're pretty damn nice, Coach. I got I got to say, I saw him putting them on Facebook. They're nice, so you might have seen us wearing a Becton hoodie one day. So, but um, thank you guys. We really do appreciate. It. We'll get you your trophy. Yes. And uh, again, Becton, our first ever. Team of the year. And uh, good luck in your future sports, guys. It's been a pleasure to have you. Coach, thanks again. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate thank you. It. Good night. Have a happy Thanksgiving. You thank too, you. guys. You yeah, too. happy Thanksgiving, everybody. You too. All right. Again, another great group of yep, guys. Absolutely. Um, happy for them. This is awesome. We got, we got two bowl games set up already. <laughs> too funny. That was a good, that was a good off-the-cuff question. Yeah. That was very good. You know? Very good. Um, Beelan was saying he was it was good with the parade. Was Beelan in the parade? I wonder if Beelan was in the parade. He was saying he saw it was a great parade. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Maybe he saw some footage possibly too, right? Or pictures. Yeah. Um, Coaches, Coach Longo saying thank you for having us, for treating us so well all season, and for the award. We truly appreciate it. It's so awesome for the program and the kids. Oh, Absolutely. Nice. You guys yeah. are, we said it. Very down, deserving. You know, team of the year. Um, listen, it had to be back then. And uh, again, we want to thank you guys because – it was very hard getting tickets there, and uh, for two weeks you it guys us got yeah, us tickets to come in, and uh, it was great being able to watch you guys live. So before we get to our next guest, which is uh, Mr. Rob Neely, he's going to okay. be talking a little winter sports. Um, we want to bring up our um, other fall sports championships. A um, couple more comments. Coach Breslin saying, Jay, get that video to my mom to send it to me. <laughs> um, our guy Carson saying, keep up the great work. So Carson, oh, that's nice. a good time. Yep, He's yep. also on our K&K hey, Wits yep. and Wagers. Um, I don't want to talk about the Detroit Lions because he's probably not happy about that. But uh, we'll get into mm -hmm. that Thursday. And um, 
Did you give Mr. Neely our Zoom? I believe we gave Mr. Neely the Zoom. I believe I did. I mean, listen, I could be wrong. He's saying still no Zoom. I don't understand why. But you know what? I'll take the blame on that one. We got a lot going on tonight. Okay. So I'm did. sorry. Go ahead. While we're waiting for Mr. Neely. I was going to say, you want to bring up our um, winners for the other fall sports, the sectional Absolutely. titles? So um, as your our viewers are probably aware, the... What was a little unclear maybe when we started the fall sports back in, you know, August, September, if there was really going to be like championships, you know, and right. I feel like um, field hockey, girl soccer and boy soccer was at least able to get a section together and give those kids a sectional title, uh, which is really nice. So we're going to to bring up. You could just go over them some, for a second. Some. Uh, just highlight the winners of the of the brackets in in North Jersey. So field hockey in our area, we had one, two, three, four different northwest and northeast brackets. So Northwest A winner was Pequannock. The Northwest B winner was Morristown Baird. The Northwest C bracket winner was Warren Hills. The Northeast A winner was West Essex, and the Central East E, which was actually all non-public schools, uh, was Oak Knoll School. So those of us who have been following the show, those were uh, Pequannock, Moe Beard, Warren Hills, West Essex, and Oak Knoll, all schools we've kind of been highlighting as as, as strong ones in the program. If Don't worry about bringing up the slides. Okay. We can, uh, yeah. Um, girls soccer. We had a, a lot of a lot of different brackets. Northwest A, we have Mountain Lakes was the winner. Northwest B, Hanover Park. Northwest C, Chatham. Northwest D, Randolph. Northwest E, DePaul. Uh, and then moving into the Northeast brackets, Northeast A, Glen Ridge. Northeast B, Caldwell. Northeast C, Ramsey. Northeast D, Northern Highlands. Northeast E, Montclair. And Northeast F, uh, was a tie between Immaculate Heart and MKA. That was the non-public division as well. For boys soccer, just amazing how many different brackets they were able to actually put together. There were a ton uh, for the boys. So we have um, Northeast A, Glen Ridge. Northeast B was uh, Technology. Northeast C, Ramsey. Northeast D, uh, was Rutherford, Northeast E was Northern Highlands, and Northeast F was Belleville, and Northeast G, you can see how many more there were, was Montclair, and Northeast H was the non-public, was Seton Hall Prep. In our Northwest, we had um, Northwest, looking for the A, Northwest A was Pumpton Lakes, Northwest B, Pequannock, and Dover actually did not play, so I'm not sure you know what happened there. Northwest C uh, champions was Montville. Northwest D was Randolph, and Northwest E was uh, the non-public division with Del Barton. So those are our winners uh, for field hockey and boys and girls soccer. So congratulations! To congratulations. Those to make sure that we highlighted that. We have Mr. Neely in our waiting room. Should we uh, admit him? In? Yeah. And what we'll also do is we will get all those um, screens up. We'll get we'll post all those screens okay. on the uh, website. All right. Let me get. I'm going to let Mr. Neely in right now. sure if he is if he, is he there mr neely will be coming in okay um anything surprise you out of those uh champions would you i would say? say in i'm more well versed in the field hockey uh i would say that there was 
I think no surprises there, honestly. Yeah, even though Mo Beard was the lower seed, um, I do think, you know, they're a little stronger team, had a little stronger schedule, though they played a few games. There's Mr. Neely. <laughs> How you doing? Welcome back. Can you hear? There's Mr. Neely. You hear us, Mr. Neely? Oh, I don't know if he's... Is he setting his audio up? Uh, looks like his audio is, is on. Let me see. Yep, his... Oh, you know what? He doesn't have any audio showing, actually. I'm not sure what's going on there. Do you want to... Yeah, I'll, I'll text yeah. him back. Okay. Um, so that, that would be your surprise, then, you were saying. Well, I was saying no real surprises in there. So while we're getting, getting that set, I'll just read out our... Um, Week eight results. Okay. Is that while we're, Good. while we're doing that, and we then when we're uh, done with this segment, we can do our our week nine picks. So last week we had um, Demarest at PV, and as we saw with our our guests, PV was victorious, forty one to thirty three. Garfield at Hawthorne. Garfield pulling out a victory in their last one. Uh, they heard enough of us bashing good. every week Bunkland. with their offense. I'm happy. I'm happy for Pete to end on a good note there. Rutherford at Glenrock. Glenrock winning 35-34 in overtime. It was an overtime victory. Okay. Um, Pompton Lakes at Park Ridge. That was the consolation game of the NJIC. Park Ridge winning 29-8. to West Orange at Clifton. Uh, West Orange winning 27-14. to Waldwick at Becton, which, as we know, Becton was the NJIC champs, winning 41-12. to We have St. Peter's Prep at Seton Hall. Seton Hall with the um, upset. Yes, yesterday. Yep. 20... Big, big upset that's yeah. going to cause um, who's number one. We'll get into our picks, but now who's the number one team in New Jersey? And um, then we had Parsippany Hills at West Essex. West Essex with a really big win, 35-7, to and what's become kind of a rivalry there. And girls soccer. Uh, Carney falls to Ridgewood by a score of six to one. I believe we have Mr. Neely As we now. Say, it looked like we were good to go. So, excellent. Okay, Mr. Neely, can you hear us? Yeah, I'm disappointed. I had a killer background set up for tonight, <laughs> uh, and I screwed it up somehow. It's not loading. But, it's okay. Uh, I'm here. All right. Well, welcome back. Nice to see you again. Same. Thank you for joining us. So we hear there has been some um, changes to the to the winter sports season and their start dates. Yeah, it's pretty wacky. Um, so the logic behind, all right. So they're, they're breaking the the winter up into four seasons, even though they're only calling it three. Uh, hockey is its own season, and it's starting December fourteenth. Um, for practice, but they can't play until January 4th, and then the season's over on the 17th of February. And the logic behind that is ice time, because ice time is like a wedding venue. You know, you're paying <laughs> for that years in advance. Um, so that that's the logic there. Um, and then you have basketball, fencing, and bowling as its own season, and um, I think bowling makes the most sense to survive the winter because, you know, you don't share your ball, you don't share your shoes. They can go a lane apart. Yeah, you step up to the lane thing. alone. Yeah. 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 So I think bowling will be fine. I don't know anything about fencing. Um, I think 
you know, hoops is going to be a nightmare, which is why I'm not working it. Um, and then you have swimming, which is similar to ice hockey with time and renting and all that, uh, and track and field. And then the last season, uh, volleyball and wrestling. Volleyball, from what I understand, they wouldn't allow in the fall when yeah. they but they're allowing it now in the winter. Um, and then wrestling, I just think, is going to be a nightmare. But the craziest thing, after I was done with looking at all of this, um, I noticed that every sport is only allowed one scrimmage. Every sport is encouraged to inter-squad as much as they can. Every sport is only allowed three weeks of competition uh, and a max of 15 events. But what goes further, and I'm terrible at math, so I had to bust out the calculator for this. <laughs> Hockey starts December 14th, okay? It ends February 17th. It's a 66-day schedule or season um, where they can only have 15 events. Basketball, fencing, and bowling is also 66 days. The rest of the seasons are – oh, no, I'm sorry. Basketball is only 49 days. Wow. And, um, yeah. And um, swimming and winter track, that season is only 28 days, so it's a month. But what's the most fascinating number is that ice hockey, again, starts December 14th and February 17th, which is 66 days. 66 days. And then the spring sports, if you're a hockey player that plays baseball, you're not going to step on a field before April 25th, which is 67 days later. And I guess that's where we want to go with this conversation. With the move, um, by the way, I, I just got to get this one comment in. And um, you're getting, you're taking a lot of heat, and I don't want to use the word heat, but a lot of heat about the uh, the one chip challenge on on the comments. So oh, I got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> so just getting, we don't want to put that out on all in on high school sports because we don't want to be liable for everybody. But that's something on K and K. But just want you to know that. But I guess our question is pros and cons, like. Of course, we always said we want to get the, the kids to play, but with that, like you're saying, spring sports starting this, 60 days off. So give me some pros and cons of this move by the NJSIAA to uh, push back the winter start date. And b before you answer, Rob, I was it's I, you mentioned the spring sports like from the ice hockey perspective, right? Like those kids don't play, like have a long break before their spring sports. I was yeah. thinking even like, wow if if like that last leg of the winter sports ends april 24th like when is the spring like are those kids not going to be able to play a spring sport like i i didn't know when spring sports would even start you know so and, and jen who got screwed last year the spring, the spring yeah. yeah so are you going to do it to the spring again two years in a row yeah when they're outside too like when we were able to do the fall outside you know yeah i just uh i wonder but I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that that's it's funny because I thought of like, you know, what's going on with the spring sports when I saw that April 24th end date for gymnastics, girls volleyball and, and wrestling there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, I guess so let me I, I want to ask it this way, you, you know, again, as an official or, you know, even if you're looking at more as like the state, if you were to answer it, do you really think, you know, they, they're kind of like. I mean, they did have problems with football in some places, but for the majority, they got a lot of games, you know, the teams did play majority of their games. But do you think they're looking at it like, like you said, like, this is just going to be a nightmare inside. I mean, now you're inside. It's a whole different animal. 
Yeah, so I think hockey is probably hockey and bowling are probably the two best sports suited for this. Um, they both the only downside is they don't use school facilities; they're using third-party facilities, so they're at the mercy of uh, whoever they're renting from. But um, yeah, I, I and you, if you think about it, bowling they don't share equipment, hockey they don't share equipment, so those are probably the two most logical to survive. But how does wrestling make it through? You know, are they just hoping that they push it to February? uh, They push it to March 1st so that there's either a vaccine or there's no shot of it playing at all. Right. Not to get political, but like. No, you're right, though. I mean, you know, we even mentioned about basketball. I mean, you when we last time you were on, I mean, that's a physical sport. I mean, you cannot play basketball without being physical. No mask, no shield, you know, sweat dripping. I mean, who knows, you know, and it's just and but Kenny's making a great point. He's saying just be happy. There is somewhat of a season. Kids here, kids here in Southern Maryland haven't had any season so far. Wow. So. So. One thing to spin off of what Kenny said, Boomer talks every day about how the Long Island high school football players, the New York high school football players that wanted to play in college had no season. And the kids in Jersey might be taking scholarship opportunities from them, might be taking roster spots from them. So our student athletes are benefiting, just like Kenny said, they have an opportunity to have a season. Yeah, 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 it's a good point, too. You know, another thing I noticed, just as we were talking, because I kind of, like, I read an article, and I just made myself, like, a little a little um, table of, like, what all the sports are, and I'm noticing that, you know, as you were reading them off, that there's, like, an overlap. Is there an overlap? I'm trying yes. to think of, oh, you know what? It looks like they did, and I was going to say, how are they going to manage the gym with volleyball and basketball, but they started volleyball, like, just when basketball ends, so games won't begin until the basketball season. I was like, that would be a logistical But, even, but even you made a great, but you pulled up a good point. Like, even practice time, you know, you can't just yeah. go and say you go outside and uh, yeah. go wrestle yeah. on the basketball court outside. I mean, that's an indoor sport. You have to be inside for yeah. that. You know, is hey, Kurt, you coach softball. How many times did you have softball practice in the gym? A lot. When season was going on a lot yeah i mean when we were in emerson honestly or even in garfield it was like sometimes the first month like that first you're you're in there four out of five days you know and what can you do outside there's either snow or rain you're hitting fly balls or hitting grounders like on concrete and it's like you know going all over the place what what could you really do i it's you know, it's something you don't even think about. Well, like you're saying, the overlap of these seasons, it, the, the the little mini winter seasons they've doing, if they do overlap, then spring seasons into there, like, yeah, my gosh, I don't know. It could just get very complicated. So we're going to put you on the spot right now. Okay? we got to put you Wait, on the spot. Before you put me on the spot, I want to go back to the overlap. Uh, I was saying to you earlier today, and Jen's going that way, um, if you think about the small schools, right, not your Wayne Hills, not your Wayne Valleys, but you think about a small school like Wallington or even Beckton, right, you have one athletic trainer. That athletic trainer is going to be in contact with every one of these teams. If you have all of these sports going on at the same time, what are the odds that you're shutting down every sport because of contact tracing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're right. So you're, you're, I, that person's seeing everybody. Yep. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah, so I was just going to end it with I, I think that the small schools benefit from, you know, the split seasons um, as much as there's a disadvantage when it comes to some kids waiting 70 days to play their spring sport. Yeah, it's crazy. All the all the implications when you start to like look at it from all the different angles. Yeah. All right. So now you're on the spot, Mr. Great. <laughs> how, how does this how does this play out? Right now, early it, again. You can change your mind in a week, in a month, but right now, November twenty fourth. What What do you think? Winter sports. I think basketball is going to be a, a huge stretch. And what I what I still listen. I want the kids to have their season. I do because uh, they're student athletes. They only have so many years to play the sport uh, if they're lucky enough to go to college. But and play in college. But what happens? What happens if the school is remote? How can you be remote but still have sports inside? Yeah, yeah. I just I don't understand the logic. And there's no there's no rules. There's right. Well, there's for, no, right, for the win, for this fall, it was more. It's an out. It's an outdoor thing. Yeah. not in a building. That's it's different. You know, we said that. Yeah. Right. But inside, like you're saying, different ball game. Different ball game. I mean, it's a lot of people, even on the basketball court. I mean, you got to have 12 people dressed on a team. So 12 times two is 24. Coaching staff, you're gonna have 40 people without no fans. You're not even counting officials, ads. I mean, yeah. that's a lot of people. Like director. Right. Yeah, and that breaks the rule, but it's allowed as per the guidelines from the state. Now, to that point, what happens when you have the kid whose parent never missed a game? You know, that parent was at every PAL game, every rec game, every travel yeah. game, every freshman, JV, you know, and now there's the kid's senior year. And again, I know the kid's lucky. We should say the kid's lucky to have it their senior season. But that parent now can't go see their kid. Yeah, play I, their I will say this, and, and, and we're IT guys, but and I know I because Coach Breslin was texting me that they were talking about it a lot. Some schools, and I know Hawthorne did it, Garfield did it, Lodi did it. Um, I know Beckton was doing it. Is the video, I thought it was awesome having it on YouTube. And I mean, I watched I watched the Garfield Lodi game, and it was like watching a, you know, a college football game. So that's exactly, it's not the same as your parents going, but to have it and to do that, I think it's pretty awesome. You know, like, it is. No, it's, at it's least a, you can see it's, it. It's a great alternative, yeah. but you know what? I'm even thinking, you know, from a player's perspective, like when I was in high school, like, you know what? My parents were those parents, as were yours, who didn't miss a game. And you know what, though? I look back now, not that I appreciated it at the time, <laughs> but I look back now and I know that I looked up into the stands and they were there, you know, and that support, again, you don't realize it at the time, but it means so much, especially when you look back and it, it's just, yeah, that's a hard thing. That's a really hard thing. They, these, these kids are, again, and Rob, you said it perfectly, like, yes, we're th let's, if we can get in any capacity yeah. whatever we have to do to get them to play but you know what they're just being robbed of of things that i've come to appreciate now as an adult looking back you know that they're yeah. they're gonna miss out on and coach yeah. while you're on coach president saying i think it is easier to have sports when remote as it does reduce the amount of contact time and it could help i am not saying that is the answer but any form of normalcy to allow students to participate is helpful 100 percent. no and you know what Coach Breslin, that's a great point. As a winter official, we often go into the gym teacher's office or a classroom or the coach's room, 
And now if the school's remote, that room's not occupied during the day, so that's one less point of contact. So I, I see that point. That's a good point. Okay. And um, all right, so before you go, and again, we'd like to have you on, of course, again, but um, we just want you to talk real quick about your uh, – your little couple products you got going on. It's Thanksgiving season. Oh, I meant to tell you, I did. I don't know if I told you, Rob. I don't think I've had the opportunity to. I did. At that next day, I used the espresso rub on my chicken. It was delicious. Very nice. And I, I'm telling Kurt for the first time, he doesn't even know it. We made steak fries, and I sprinkled the other rosemary one on some of the fries. Did you really? <laughs> Now, yeah, I, yeah, I, I put, put them in a little corner, corner so you didn't taste them. I was afraid to taste them, but I did. I had it on there. And that was, that was very, good. Good. Okay. very good. Very good as well. So thank you for those samples. They're great. There you go. So if you want to just plug it real quick. Yeah. Go ahead. So uh, smokybeardcooks.com. Uh, I just dry rubbed my turkey last night with rosemary salt. I smoked the salt for 24 hours and uh, threw in some dried rosemary from my garden and bada bing, bada boom. We'll see how the turkey comes out on Thursday. Awesome. Right. Nice. Very nice. Unbelievable. So we got we got to get somebody to try it. You know what? I I I, I gotta watch what she does. Now. You know, I gotta watch what she does. The rosemary. I think I'll be okay. She gets into the express all in trouble. He's so bad that if he even knew that the tray was shared with that seasoning, he wouldn't have eaten them. That's how bad he is. It's bad. Something's never change. All right, Mr. Neely. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Take care, guys. All right. Thanks for coming on. Good night. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. All right, All right so, so awesome job. job. I just really give us nice input on that. The, the um, information. Coach Preston is also saying we stream for free. Some schools charge through a service. Um, but, but that, that was, was awesome. It was so funny. I told you, I was doing school negotiations. Coach, I'm all over it. I'm watching it. So, uh, all right. We ready for some? We got one thing going. We have one thing left tonight, right? But, yep. We have one thing left, and it's our highly anticipated picks. And and this is it. Whatever's on this board today is going to be finalized for our fall pick winner. And you have our, our results up, right? Results so are up. Go over what's going on with we the are records, please. Neck and neck. So uh, after week eight's results, last week um, – let me make sure I get the right numbers here. Last week, um, you were the winner last week at six and three. Kenny and I both finished at five and four, and Belen finished at four and five, taking our final rankings to. Um, I'm still on top and clinging to a one a one win lead. Uh, you and Kenny are now tied for second, and uh, Belen is still holding that last last spot there. But anything can happen in this last oh, week. Oh, absolutely, it's so close, absolutely. So. And here's the thing: you know, we we made our picks. We all made our picks. We were all honest, and we kind of forgot that tonight was game one of a, a weekend of football. Everybody's picks were in before that Everybody's game picks were yes, in. Just to be and uh, I'll give you the final, but give me real quick. Oh, so I, I, went, I went um, 30 to 20 Hasbrook Heights, and if you can just go over real quick what everyone else picked. I picked Hasbrook Heights. Kenny picked Hasbrook Heights uh, by a score of 20 to 14. Okay. And Mr. Beelan picked Hasbrook Heights uh, 14 to 7. So, so I'll break some news. Everybody, everybody got a win tonight. tonight. Oh, Hasbrook Heights 38. Creskill 25 was the final score. High scoring game. So high scoring game to finish it. And uh, Heights got the W. So we all get a win on there. So now the real picks start. Okay. Okay. Our next one is uh, 
Waldwick at four and two Waldwick at three and three Rutherford. Okay. I am picking Waldwick. Um, Kenny is picking Rutherford by a score of 27 to 22, saying um, Waldwick not able to bounce back after the final, and this is Rutherford's Super Bowl. Okay. And then Mr. Beelan is picking Waldwick by a score of 28 to 14. Uh, I'm going to go with Kenny. And I normally don't do this, but I am going to go with the. I know, but I'm going to go with Kenny. And uh, I think it is. I think Waldwick, um, tough loss to uh, the team in the year that Beck and Wildcats. I think it's very hard to lose and then come back and play. I'm not going to say a meaningless game. No game is meaningless, but a non playoff game. And uh, I think Rutherford is a younger team that's been winning. They almost beat um, Glenrock. So, so I am going to go with Mr. Kirkpatrick, 27-20. I'm going to take the Rutherford Bulldogs to defeat Waldwick this week. That could be the one I pick up steam on you right there. It could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. It could be the deciding one. So next game. Rutherford, 27-20. I'm just writing down our notes for next week. Okay. Our next game is um, Northern Highlands at old uh, four and two northern highlands forgive me at three and three old tapan i am picking northern highlands kenny is picking northern highlands 28 13 uh he said northern highlands uh has i'm sorry your handwriting I northern highlands has kenny scout number 80 for the speeds for the jet, jet sweep. sweep yeah it's it's joke guy. okay oh got it okay Alrighty. and then Beelan's picking old Japan 24 17. Beelan's going old Japan yep okay um I'm gonna go with Mr Kirkpatrick and you again I'm gonna also go Northern Highlands they beat some good teams you know beat Wayne Hills again sectional champs last time but I'm gonna go defensive battle uh I'm gonna go 14. Northern Highlands, 14. Old Japan, 7. Um, that'll be my pick for the week in that one. Okay. Uh, our next game is the Patterson rivalry. We've got Patterson Kennedy at Patterson East. 1 and 5, Patterson Kennedy at 4 and 3, Patterson Eastside. I have to say before we get into this, I my dad used to take me to the Patterson Kennedy, Patterson Eastside basketball games. And when you talk about a rivalry, wow. boys, girls, boys. boys. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. big-time big rival. Yep. Un, I don't know if those – I mean, I've always loved the game of basketball, but that the atmosphere there, mm-hmm. I think, just, like, hooked me on yep. being well, yeah, a basketball great fan. Great teams, you know, yeah. great rivalries. Yep. Next yep. It's really good players. You know, great, yep. great players. James Scott, I think, did he go yeah. to St. John? Yes, he did. Okay. So we got uh, – I'm picking east side. We've got uh, Kenny picking east side, 21-7. to 7. Oh, He's singing a little Fair East Side from, yeah, uh, from, from Lean, Lean on Me. me. Um, and then we've got uh, Mr. Beelan picking East Side as well, 26 to 10. Um, I have this one. I have it a little lopsided. I'm with everybody on the panel. I'm going to go with my boy, Mr. Verrilli, and his uh, teachers at East Side. I'm going to go East Side 34 to 13. I think it's close for a half, and then I think East Side's uh, talent pulls away in the second half. So I'm going to go east side 34-13 over Kennedy. Okay. We've got uh, our next game is 6-2 and two Irvington at 4-2 and two Clifton. I'm picking Clifton. I'm hoping our, our friends at Clifton end their season on a positive note. Um, Kenny's picking Clifton 33-27 uh, to 27 over Irvington. He's saying high-scoring game. 
Okay, so Kenny's also going to go Clifton. Yep, so okay. me with Clifton. We've got Kenny with Clifton. Mr. Beelin is choosing Clifton as well, 27-20. Wow. You know what? I thought this was the game I was going to pick up a lot of uh, – I could pick something up on you guys, but I was wrong. You know, I think uh, two great teams, 6-2 and two and a 4-2. and two. Um, Clifton may be a little injuries and stuff like that, but um, – I think, I think Clifton's down. down. They, they pull it out. out. Maybe, 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 maybe they do one of the, uh, you know, down, down one, go, go for two, two and win. win. But I'm going to go Clifton 21, Irvington 20 in a classic. And Clifton ends the season on a winning note. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Our next game is 3-2 and two DePaul at 0-6 Paramus Catholic. I'm starting off with a DePaul win. Mr. Kirkpatrick is also picking DePaul by a score of 20 to 14. He's saying that DePaul escapes a huge upset. And uh, he's saying PC's coming to play this week. <laughs> uh, Beelan has a more lopsided victory. DePaul 40 to seven. You know, um, I'm, I'm I'm very close with Beelan on this one. I'm gonna go. I don't think it's gonna be close. I just think the talent is. Um, I think, I think the, the talent's, talent's too, too big of a difference in the talent here. I'm going to go to Paul, 31, Paramus Catholic, 7. Okay. Kenny's making a comment. Rank these five unique names. No oh, problem. Okay, so yeah, we'll get back to that. Okay, we'll get that. All right, so our next game is uh, Hanover Park. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I skipped one. Is St. Peter's Prep. Oh. This here is a good we go. One. I know. Here this we is a go. tough one. We've got uh, four and one St. Peter's Prep, right? Yes. At four and one Bergen Catholic. Now we're saying four, but this this could be for the number one, the team number one state in in the state of New Jersey. But don't count out one team. Who did I say all year? Don't count them out. I know where Kenny's going, and we're gonna have some breaking news on them. But don't count out St. Joe's and Montvale. Okay. okay? Don't count that out of that. That's why it would have been so great to have a playoff this I year know. because all these teams, sort like, itself out. you know, I mean, St. Joe's lost by, I think, three and three. They lost by six points to, you know, to top six teams in the state. But um, what, what do we got on this one? Because right. this is game of the week. Yep. I'm going uh, St. Peter's Prep. You're gonna go St. Peter's, but I we gotta am. give scores on this because well, I'm, we did a total score, right? Okay. I'm doing 41. Okay. On that. All right. Um, I'm trying to find where you're. Uh, uh, Kenny's picking Bergen Catholic, 28 to 21. So his total is 49. Okay. He's saying BC hands St. Peter's their second loss in a row. Okay. And uh, Kenny's Ms. also saying Del Barton. Let's go. <laughs> and then uh, Mr. Beeland's got uh, a close one. He has. Bergen Catholic victorious, twenty-eight to twenty-seven. All right, on this one, listen, me, me and Beal, we got to get together this weekend because this is just crazy. We, we've never, we had never have picks like that. I, I think it's gonna be, listen. There's gonna be talent galore on this field. Ooh, I'm the only one who took St. Peter's. You only want to take St. Peter's? I'm gonna go BC. I think it's gonna be a high-scoring game. I'm gonna go thirty-one thirty. And you ready for this one? Just like I said. Clifton wins it. BC's up seven. St. Peter's scores. St. Peter's goes for two. And BC's defense stops them. 31-30, BC over St. Peter's. And Bergen now is going to say, claim number one team in the state. All right. All right. By the we'll way, see. next next week, we will have our official 
top 10 teams in North Jersey. We will make our final All right. picks there. All right. The next game is 5-1 um, and one Hanover Park at 5-0 and oh West Essex. Another I great game. I can't remember great game. what this is called. The Calderon Cup, I want to say. it's. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but uh, it's the, the traditional West Essex Hanover Park game, and there's a... Uh, there's a trophy. I'm going with West Essex. Going with my alma mater. I'm going with uh, Coach Benaquista. We've got uh, Kenny choosing uh, West Essex 27-15. But I have a question. Did West Essex play anything but a home? A road, did they play a road game this year? Yeah, they played at PV, didn't they? I don't know. I'm we got to sure. look into that. I thought, no, they definitely did. They definitely did. All right, so we got Kenny, West Essex. Tracy Ann saying, let's go, West Essex. Yeah. I'm sorry, Kenny's also going wing, um, West Essex? Yep. Okay. Okay, we got um, Mr. Beelan, West Essex, 28-13 over Hanover Park. And I'm with you. I am gonna. I think this is going to be, I mean, listen, this, this game could be game of the week, too, besides the Peters and the Bergen Catholic. I'm going to go West Essex, 27, Hanover Park, 25, in a great, I think it's going to be a back and forth contest where it's no one's ever leading by more than six or seven. Down to the wire, West Essex hangs on. 27-25, West Essex over Hanover Park. All right, our next matchup is 4-4 four and four Montclair at 2-4 and four Elizabeth. I'm picking Montclair. Kenny is also picking Montclair by a score of 20 to 13. Let's see if Mr. Beelan makes it. He makes it three for Montclair. He actually has Montclair shutting out Elizabeth by a score of 16 to zero. Okay. And how about you? I'm with you. I mean, I'm gonna go Montclair over Elizabeth. I got it closer and a little more high scoring. I'm gonna go Montclair 27, Elizabeth 20. Okay. All right, up next. Two and three, Belleville. By the way, if you played this weekend, you got on our board. Exactly. That was our rule. This is basically this is basically the uh, only remaining game. That's in it. Our, and in you know, our we, area. Got, we wanted to pick, We wanted down. a whole slate of games to go through. All right, so we've got two and three, Belleville at five and zero, oh, Nutley. I am picking Nutley. Mr. Kirkpatrick's picking Nutley by a score of twenty to seventeen. He's saying rivalry game, but Nutley escapes a close one. They're bordering towns there. Um, Mr. Beelan's got, again, more lopsided. Nutley, 31-6. to six. And I'm going with Mr. Beelan again, a little more lopsided, 34-14. I think Belleville will come out. It'll be a game for a quarter. But then I just think the talent on Nutley will um, just do in uh, Belleville. I'm going to go 34-14, Nutley over Belleville. And Nutley then will finish with a perfect season. Yeah, uh, West, West Essex could also finish yes. with a perfect season. And you know who else? I'm just looking at this. Even though it got canceled, Tenafly was undefeated. Yes. Hey. Yeah. So a couple but couple we, undefeated teams. Listen, yeah. we bring them up. We'll have our all-in you know, on Tenafly. You know Tenafly got in eight games. We could just call it the all-in on high school sports dream bracket and just you know <laughs> and play it. All right, what are we just did? Uh, Belbo Nutley, right? Yeah. Our next game. We got, we got a little game with new logos. Uh on the board this week. Oh, right, yeah. Some new new teams. A little, smaller, little smaller school action. 3-3 three and three North Arlington versus 2-1 and Secaucus. I always say that wrong. Did I say C it right? Caucus. Caucus. They okay. can say Secaucus, Secaucus. 
All right, I'm picking North Arlington. The only thing I remember seeing is when you laughed when I got in trouble with the uh, the guard, the train, yeah, him. the train yeah. in Sea Caucus. All right, I'm picking North Arlington. Kenny is also picking North Arlington. He's saying he's going to be low scoring. He has them by a score of 13 to seven. Mr. Beelan is picking Sea Caucus big, 28 to 13. Smart man, Mr. Beelan. Smart man. This is definitely a game, Beelan. We pick up on hoops and the uh, fraud slayer from we'll Maryland. We'll see, Kenny. We'll right? see. Sea Caucus, always well coached. Coach Voorhees is still there. And I don't think I ever, when I was coaching, I don't think we ever beat him. Uh, but again, always well coached. I'm going to go well, a little low scoring, but Sea Caucus in only their fourth game this year. Yeah. They're 2 and 1. I'm going to go 19 North Arlington 12. So 19-12 Secaucus over North Arlington is my pick. All right, and our last game is two our last game for the fall, and this is where it can come down to all the money. Yeah, for the picks. Two and two Wallington at five and two Emerson. I am going with Emerson. Kenny is going with Wallington by a score of fourteen to twelve. Okay, I'm sorry, yeah, just a little behind. Say that one more time, please. So. I'm going with Emerson. Kenny is going with Wallington. Okay. 14 to 12. Mr. Beelan has Emerson, 27-13. And you are And the final pick, the final pick, and maybe this might do it. I'm going to be honest. I switched. No, no, it's not on board. But at the last minute, I was going to go Emerson. And then I looked and I said, you know what? I just think Wallington's. I, I think Wallington's gonna want this game more. Um, Wallington, don't let me down. Seriously, I mean you're right here. You're right. You know we pass. We go there? to Roses. We're right there. Don't let me down, Wallington. <laughs> I'm gonna go Wallington 27, Emerson 21. This could Wallington. You could make me the champion out of this. This oh could my be God. it. Kenny's saying if I had a dollar, Jen, for every time I heard that from Kurt. I don't know what he's talking about to you. I'm not sure, but I'm sure it's good. I don't know what he's talking about. All right, so here's Kenny's, before we go, our, he said, ranking five with a twist. So tonight he wants you to rank these unique school names. You ready? Okay. Nothing to do with programs, just simply based on their their names. So you might want to write them down. You ready? Here. I can find my pen. Here you go. All right, we've got the Fairlawn Cutters. Okay. The East Side Ghosts. The Ridgewood Maroons. The Milburn Millers. And the Montclair Mounties. I'm going to write My question is what makes him think of these questions, especially this one? And where you got these teams from? He does his research. This is tough. This is the toughest one he's given me. All right, I'm going five, four, three, two, one. You want to hear mine? Go you're going on. I'm going the bottom to the top. Okay, I've got the uh, Montclair Mounties at five, the Milburn Millers at uh, four, the Ridgewood Maroons at three, the Fairlawn Cutters. Even though I think that's very unique, I put that at a two because I just think the East Side Ghosts. I just think that's a cool one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For those unique names. Now, you know, let me just say how much you know me. I'm just going to, just give me what you think I'm going to go one. As the best? Yeah. Like the. Yeah. Um, I was the East Side Ghost. No. I'm going to go Fairlawn Fair Cutters. Cutters yeah. Fairlawn Cutters one. 
I like the Mounties too. I'll go Ghosts three, Millers, and the Maroons. I don't know the Maroons, the original Maroons. That, you know, the other ones are MMs, and you know, that's it's but the that's colors. Great, They're Kenny, maroon. great one, Kenny. That is that was good. That was very good. By the way, that was gonna. That's the second question he asked. The first question he asked was just that's too hard to put on our our you know our docket. Before we go this evening, two real quick things. Um, First of all, as our fall sports wind down, it's been um, a pleasure to cover the fall sports and more importantly, give the kids who have played, um, you know, some, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't want to say exposure. Exposure, exposure is the perfect word. Yeah. Um, I love having them on and hearing them talk about playing the sports that they love. Um, so if anybody has a, an athlete they would like to see highlighted, whether it's just a quick little shout out, we can some of their accolades or what they're up to this season, we would be more than happy to, um, that's what this show is all about, is about giving right. those kids the coverage that they Again, so even deserve. Even if it's 19, if it's just a parent wants to, yeah. you know, we did that with yeah. one of our wrestlers, and yeah. it was a great show, it was a one-on-one -on -one interview for the whole show. Um, and again, it doesn't even have to want. be that in depth. It can right. be a little. We can a picture if they don't want to come on a picture and some of their stats, anything. Because again, we just like to give that exposure to as many kids as possible. There's a lot of kids playing sports, um, you know, that just don't get that 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 opportunity. And the next thing I want to give a little preview of next week's show. We are very excited to host um, Coach Bowers and Coach Gallagher from Del Barton Football. So they'll be here to talk about their successful season. Right, as well. and not only success season i mean listen uh, i don't know why they're worried about new jersey's ranking they got kenny kirkpatrick's number one <laughs> but hey you know what listen take a have, note in maryland no but all seriously they have every right to claim the number one ranking in the state of new jersey i mean all you know you talk joe's two losses peter's uh, one loss bergen one loss another one's gonna have two listen they're gonna be the only quote-unquote big school that's going to have that undefeated record. So, again, it's fascinating how it's going to come out. We're going to have our rankings next week. But, you know, hey, we're looking forward to it. I mean, I know, you know, Kenny's been on that. Kenny's saying number one fan, but he's always hey, he's been <laughs> he on said the from, you know from the get-go, Kenny's been, been there. Right. Yep, and yep. you know what? He's going to get a chance to see him next week. We're going to be looking forward to next week. And uh, I just want to do a shout-out. Again, happy Thanksgiving to you. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving to all our viewers, all our teams. I want to thank PV and those seniors for coming on. I want to thank Becton for, again, hey, first ever team of the year. <laughs> Put this in a nice little case. We'll get that to you guys. But uh, congratulations again on both of those teams for great seasons. I want to thank Mr. Neely for coming on and giving us his point of view. You know, we have our point of view from back here, but he's like in the fire there. And he's going to be the one, whether he's doing it opting in, opting out, and you know, he knows a little about the inside more. So getting his view is awesome. Oh, absolutely. You know, yep. thank yep. all our comments tonight. Um, and again, Coach Breslin saying happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. And um, we're going to end this show. Someone's going to have to start cooking Thanksgiving dinner. And he's not wearing a gray hoodie. <laughs> So as long as it's not uh, Bella, I think it's going to be this person. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Really appreciate it. Um, look forward to Del Barton and, and more. We'll have more. But uh, yep. thank everybody okay. again. And good everyone, good luck in the contest. Because next week we will have our first, just like there's a first team of the year, there's going to be a first-time pick champion <laughs> one week from tonight.
All right. Thank Happy you for watching. Thank Happy you for watching. Happy Thanksgiving.